Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we continue our study of the Gospel of St. John in chapter 10. We hear in the Gospel, The feast of the dedication was then taking place in Jerusalem, and it was winter. Jesus walked about in the temple area in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Jews again picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said I am the Son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them... Even if you do not believe me, believe the works, so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. They tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many there began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So friends, as we conclude this second part of John chapter 10, building on yesterday's beautiful imagery of Jesus the Good Shepherd, Jesus continues to talk about this idea of that, my own know my voice and they follow me. When we are following the voice of Jesus, then we are doing God's work. Wherever God the Father is, the Son is. Wherever the Son is, the Holy Spirit is. Wherever the Holy Spirit is, the Father is. We recognize this beautiful unity of the Trinity. This God in whom we worship calls us by name, invites us into this unique relationship with him, and holds us in the palm of his hand. The people who are opposed to the message of Jesus suggesting he's blaspheming, at first glance, we might say, well, 
let's respect and admire the fact that they love God so much that they're worried that any human being would call himself God. Indeed, at surface level, that would appear as a good thing. But the challenge here, friends, it's just not anybody saying that they are God. It is God saying that he is God. The Father has disclosed and revealed Jesus as God. Jesus has revealed himself as God. And so those that oppose him are absolutely in opposition to the will of God. And so by suggesting that Jesus is blaspheming is indeed a sin for Jesus is God. Jesus is who he says he is. And it's important for us to understand and believe in this beautiful, unique relationship that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have. Three persons, one God. For those who believe, this might be an easy transition. For those who still wonder if Jesus is who he says he is, this can be a little more challenging. We know the end of the story is that Jesus stretched out his hands on the cross and rose for our salvation. We know the end of the story. The audience in this passage that we are reflecting upon today don't know the end of the story. Jesus told them that he would die and rise, but they weren't listening. They didn't believe him. They questioned Notice that the stoning would have actually been, according to the law of Moses, that anyone who called themselves gone was susceptible to being stoned to death. Yet Jesus does not deserve to be stoned. Jesus is not blaspheming. Jesus is speaking truth. A truth that is so solid that it rocks the foundation of faith for those who oppose him. For us, too, we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He speaks of himself in such ways. And so our foundation of faith is rooted in Christ Jesus. As I mentioned yesterday, for the Feast of the Lateran Basilica, the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. There is no other foundation to which she stands upon. So for us as individuals, as members of the church, we too should be rooted in the foundation of Jesus Christ. How can we grow in our relationship with the Lord? How can we grow in regards to faith? It might be easy when things are going well for us to feel like God's will is done. But when God's will might allow us for trials and tribulations, are we just as open to those trials and tribulations, trusting that God may be pruning us, challenging us, shaping us into the daughters and sons he wishes us to be. This isn't always easy, is it? It's easy for us to tell others, but what about when God expects us to live by these teachings ourselves? How do we respond? For Jesus, he's never accused of being a hypocrite. Throughout sacred scripture, Jesus always backed up whatever he said with actions. His actions spoke loudly just like his words did and still do. 
Jesus is pointing to his signs and calls them to faith and calls us to faith as well. Even when God's signs may not align with what we think God should be doing, we have to realize that God's will and God's ways are always much larger than ours. God sees the big picture. He designed the picture. He created the picture. He's calling us to be that important puzzle piece that he has created us to be. But not to be discouraged when we're so caught up in our little corner of his puzzle that we fail to see God's beautiful design in the other three corners of his puzzle. As we strive to live the kingdom, as we strive to be members of the kingdom, as we strive to love and give reverence to the king of the kingdom, Jesus Christ, may we see this passage as an inspiration to deepen our relationship with God and to realize that no matter how far and how deep our faith might be today, that there's always room for growth, to come to see the signs of Jesus, to recognize the presence of God in our daily life, and to know that we can always turn to him as the foundation of our lives. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.